This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hurricanes, earthquakes, and lightning all hit L.A. Sunday. But you know what the biggest boom was? Nico Lalos, baby. Peyton Turner, comeback season. And our UDFA Sun competition is wide open. Thomas, hit that intro. Welcome to the award-winning Saints Happy Hour podcast. Seriously, this podcast has won awards. American standards are dropping every day. The show features Ralph, the best host in the world, who can barely pronounce his own name, much less anyone else's. Marcus Colson, Colston, I mean, uh, Marcus Calloway. Dave is that dude who loves taking bathroom breaks. He's mad about almost anything, so make sure to lower your volume when he speaks. Put that freaking clown meme back up that I made. Jesus Christ. Andrew has sources, watches tapes, and knows football. He rarely shows up on time and wants to commit crimes to help the Saints win. Sean Payton would have done illegal things. Don't tell me I'm wrong, because you know it's true. Oh, and there's also Kevin, who is great at doing mock drafts, but struggles to actually watch Saints games or have a functioning relationship. Budrich wants to know how uh, the doctor's doing. That that ended. Anyway, grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy the insanity. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Ralph Marlboro. I'm joined by Dave and Andrew. Also, hello to everyone watching live on Twitch right now. I can see Algiers boy, Andrew's dad, who managed to show up earlier than Andrew tonight. Mandy, Hatchet, John, all in the chat. Thanks for joining us, guys. We're going to recap the Saints versus Chargers game. Kendra Miller healing up like Wolverine. Should we be worried about 10,000 penalties in the preseason? And, of course, we're going to be talking about all our UDFA sons looking great in L.A., maybe. And we'll wrap it up with questions from our patrons. But before we start, remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcast. And I also have to mention about our MVP contest, which is almost over, by the way. You only have, Thomas, how many, one more week or two more weeks to, to get next in? Week's, next week is the last chance. So Next week is the last chance. That's right. So if you ever wanted to be on the main show and tell Kevin to shut up when he's here, or you enjoy Dave going to the bathroom in person, or you can grill Andrew about his sources, now you can. The person who donates the most each week gets entered into our drawing to sit in with us on the main show. And if we reach a hundred dollars in donations tonight, the MVP will choose Mitch, which mini bar bottle from my gigantic mini bar booze collection. I'm going to poison myself with the catches. Some of them are 20 years old. Uh, we set a record last week, me and Dave and Hey listeners, if you want to send me mini bar bottles to drink on air, my Discord DMs are open, baby. So are my Twitters. I want to thank Damon. He sent me the Malta boot. I completely forgot about it. I'm going to get it. So don't you worry, Damon. Uh, don't I send got... him $18 nice bottles of Johnny Walker blue either. Yeah. Send me effing green apple is the one that I'm going to drink tonight. 75 proof. And Howlerhead, Howlerhead bourbon. So, uh, Thomas, do we have an MVP leader already? Yes, sir. We do legendary week, week last week. Record-breaking weeks. Cajun Sands won with 
whopping 55k <laughs> bits. Damn. That's crazy. Damn. I mean, it was it was off the rails last week. If you missed it, go back and watch it. It's it's on the Twitch. It's on the YouTube. It, it was, 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 it was, it was yeah, you know, I'm starting to feel like I don't show up and the donations go through the roof. You can leave now, Andrew. Yeah. You can leave I apologize for and, being present today. Take and uh, if you miss it, like catch the mailbag that me and Dave did, which we recorded directly after. Uh, and that was that was even more off the rails. It was just woo, woo. Um, and, and hope you watched it with video on. And right now, Hatchet John started the party with 2K bit donation. And speaking of which, uh, Hatchet John, additional 500 bits. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, so what are we drinking? I'm drinking. I'm drinking Heineken Silver. Uh, I is felt that, is bad. that like the low cal beer? It is. Oh, I no, felt bad. They had the look, they had the little beer girl at Kroger, and she was handing out samples, and everyone was ignoring her. So I felt bad for, for her. Reason. For no, it was okay. Heineken Silver. It's okay. I she, felt bad she, for her, so I went and bought. Have something. you have you told Sally about this? Yeah, she's drinking. Was, I bought I bought like was, one of the giants. Right? I didn't buy. Um, if she was cute, <laughs> wouldn't have people been around her sampling her beer, Andrew? What's, uh, good point. What's, so, um, what's uh, the alcohol? The, uh, so, it, was she single? Hold on, I'm going somewhere with this day. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't. I didn't really ask. I, I didn't. Is, see, there, I didn't... is there any potential for Kevin? And, <laughs> mm, <laughs> they're gonna fuck each other next. <laughs> she okay. She, she was a, she was Mexican. She had a she had a strong accent, which was nice. Was she a Can doctor do or in the medical field uh, at all? Not yet. I don't think if she's starting off. It sounds like Heineken it, similar. Heineken Ralph, it similar. sounds like you might have the type. What, uh, what's the, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. What's the alcohol content on Heineken Silver? I don't know. It's all right. It's not the greatest. Uh, so I'm drinking a Blue Moon Light Sky, also Jeez. locale. This is. It was all I had in my oh beer first. My my beer wow. selection right now is pathetic. Oh gosh. Um, uh, this is ninety five calories, three point six carbs. It is four percent alcohol by volume, so very light. Um, I actually like Blue Moon, and but the Blue Sky. This is terrible. Light Sky. Sorry. This is. It tastes like water. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely awful. Um, all right. Well, I am drinking the exact opposite of what you guys are drinking. I am drinking uh, Imperial Mexican Biscotti Cake Break oh, from wow. Eagle Twin and Westbrook Brewing. Biscotti, uh, huh? This clocks in at ten point five percent alcohol Ooh. by volume. How much oh, sugar is in that beer? I, you know what? All they don't the have to put that information on beer labels, and I would prefer to keep it that way. Um, <laughs> this is uh, this is a stout. It's very dark. It's black. Uh, uh, it's a stout with coffee, cinnamon, almonds, cocoa nibs, vanilla, and cocoa nibs? peppers. N- cocoa nibs? Cocoa nibs. I, I got to be honest. Like, I, I don't shy away from darker beers, especially like amber beers, uh, but like a stout, like a chocolate stout. Yeah, like, not your thing. Porters, like, ugh. Mm. That just sounds, that sounds gross yeah, to me. Uh, <laughs> so. Lights guy. Yeah, it, it, so, and it it is. So speaking speaking of gross, the Saints survived the apocalypse in L.A. And Dennis Allen, he was fed up after the game. And this might be the funniest, most interesting thing Dennis Allen has ever said as Saints coach. Thomas, play the soundbite. 
Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the officials to come in and meet with us. We've got a hurricane coming in. My phone's blowing up with an earthquake emergency. And then the officials come in and say, well, it's technically an outside stadium. So if there's lightning, we might have a lightning delay. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> DA was fed up, man. All they needed was all they needed with the game, Andrew, was locusts and like, the walls to start bleeding and it would have that's been that's the most that's the most personality i've ever seen out of <laughs> that's right that's right yeah that, that's true that is a good point i yeah. mean it was it was the it, i mean it, obviously it, that's what it takes the end of the earth for <laughs> da to give us something that's the so. charming and and wittiness that only his inner circle ever sees cajun right. sand says he saw coco nips on plank road in the late 80s i don't get that what does that mean i think that's a baton rouge reference oh isn't plank road um so Kendra Miller time Andrew he looked tremendous um did his touchdown and his great catch that he had did that get Daryl Williams is that going to get Daryl Williams cut cuz they uh, seem to feel good about running back Oh yeah I mean there's I mean Daryl Williams could still make the team hypothetically cuz I would think they need to keep 3 until Kamara's back from his suspension. So I still think whether it's Ellis Merriweather or Williams, like I think those guys will have a shot to be the third running mm-hmm. back. But like, I think Kendra Miller at this point has cemented himself behind Jamal Williams as the clear number two while Kamara's out. And honestly, like I feel like being a starter might be up for grabs while Kamara's Ooh. out. Now, I think the thing that was really interesting to me besides the catch, which was absolutely which pick up. Yeah, his his pass blocking was tremendous in this game. And so if he can do that, that's just more ways to, to be on the field. And obviously, he's probably more of a pass catcher. And so in obvious passing situations, I think he makes a lot more sense than Jamal Williams. So, you know, in terms of touches, depending on how a game goes in those first three weeks, I think there's a good chance that you'll see him a lot. Dave, patrons in Discord threatened me. They said they would come to my house in Paraland if I draft Kendra Miller in the Saints Happy Hour Fantasy Draft. <laughs> yeah, to keep yeah. the Marlboro stink, oh, keep the keep the Marlboro stink off of them. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, do, do, I feel I I feel this game, and we'll get to the defense in a minute. But running backs, one of the things like after this game, I feel so much better about it. Yeah. Like I was like, eh, Kendra Miller's kind of banged up. You know, and then they got Jamal Williams, but they don't have Kamara for three weeks. It's kind of eh, dicey. Now I'm like, okay, Kendra Miller, Jamal Williams, whoever gets three carries, you know, Merriweather, whoever, can they get three or four carries? I feel okay about it. Like, whereas before Sunday, I was like kind of sketchy. Now I feel much, much better. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, running backs today in the NFL are a dime a dozen and they're expendable and they're interchangeable. That's part of the reason why uh, they're trying to unionize. Uh, <laughs> unionize within a, do they have, what's the word for a union within a union within a union? Yeah. It's like a Russian nesting union. Um, I, uh, so, you know, Honestly, I think the Saints could sign a lot of people uh, that could get four yards a carry uh, if the blocking is good enough. But and we're seeing it right here. Thomas is playing it right here. But I mean, Kendra Miller does look better than your average back. I mean, that he that healed up like he caught, I mean, we talked about it on the immediate post game reaction show. Uh, I mean, the way he laid out for that, he looked like a wide receiver. That's he, not your normal running back. He heals up like Deadpool. And, yeah, and also right, and he's coming off of whatever like, knee sprain he had or whatever. Uh, so um, 
uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm optim- optimistic for sure. No so, reason not to be. Andrew, the other fun thing about this game, Jake Hayner looked pretty good. Like, I know they had positive reports from him in training camp, right? That he was he's looking pretty good. He looks. I don't want to say like great or anything, but he's definitely he's going to be on this Saints roster for probably two to three years at least. And he's got backup quarterback potential, and he's got the, the Jake Hayner sexiness. Like, how good are we feeling about him? Yeah, good. He he's had a tremendous camp, by the way. I think you know media, uh, you publicly and privately, um, internally and externally, everyone's been talking about his camp just being absolutely incredible. And I think they were a little embarrassed by how he played last week. Um, and it wasn't awful, but he started kind of bad and he made up yeah. for it. He had a good two minute drill, but like, I, I think there was this sentiment that like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's why you got to wait till the lights come on sometimes. Cause a guy that looks great in practice, you know, when they play in a real game, it just doesn't really show. And so I think there was a little bit of like, huh, that seems weird that he has been so great during camp. And then he plays in a preseason game and, we just didn't really see what we were expecting. And I think he kind of flipped the script a little bit. And I think this week he played a lot better. And this was maybe more similar to what they were expecting based on what they saw. So, uh, look, I, 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 I continue to say, you know, his big thing coming out of college was that he was a very accurate passer. And the thing I noticed in week one was, you know, he, he wasn't very accurate. But what really stood out to me was that his arm had some pop and surprising yeah. amounts of strength. And now he was more accurate this week, but I still right. saw, I mean, some of these outs that he's throwing, I mean, they're ropes. They're ropes. And so, yeah, he's a really small guy, you know, he's a Drew Brees size. And so for him to rip the ball, like he did and on some of those completions, um, I was really impressed. He, Speaking, uh, yeah. You you can definitely see how how much faster and harder he throws the ball uh, when you compare it, especially to Jameis Winston in the first half. Um, oh, and just we'll get to the kind of piggyback. In yeah, I don't know that he nece- necessarily throws harder. It's right. just he flicks it out like the ball is out quicker. He doesn't have the big. I think it's coming out faster. I think it comes out on a lower and more direct. Uh, trajectory less rainbowy, I guess I would say. He 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 definitely changed his arm angle a couple times. I, that yeah. that was one thing. That was what Breeze was so good at. He is, gives me. Cold I noticed McCoy at one vibes. point he had pressure in his face and he kind of came to the side and and like yeah, he's got like Carr has this too that like wrist flick ability uh, and where he can stay accurate with it. And Jameis definitely does not have that skill. Well, the other thing I saw from him that I liked um, was like he'll he'll throw it to a spot or to his receivers uh, and let them make a play. Uh, And he kind of trusts them uh, and he throw it into tight windows where it's kind of contested like that Shaq Davis had one of those catches. Um, And I feel like it shows he, you know, kind of trust. He's willing to take risks obviously, but he trusts his receivers and, uh, and also like, I just, a lot of quarterbacks, especially young guys, you know, Taysom Hill would never do something like that. Like he, Taysom Hill has to see a guy. He he would never throw a guy open. You know, he would always have to see the guy open before he ever threw it. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I, I think Jameis is like that to a degree. Too. Yeah, he is. You're right. Wow, you're right. He is. Before we, before, um, so I like that from Hayner. I uh, next week, I don't know what we're gonna see yet. I don't know if they've said anything. Uh, 
we don't need to see Jameis Winston. We have watched Jameis Winston for five, six years as a starting quarterback on our television screens every Sunday. It's more than that. Uh, it's like we, nine, isn't it? Whatever. We know exactly what he has. He's not going to get me better. Uh, he's only going to get worse, I would think, at this point. Uh, there's let, let's let's start Jake Hayner all for the entire uh-huh. game. Well, you know what's going to. I'll got. tell you what's going to get better. Uh, Damon Damon sent me the Malta. Can you get a shot of this, Thomas? The Malta beer boot, or not a beer boot, a shot glass boot, and it's going to make every shot that I drink better. So donate tonight. Wow. D- is I got that the he's, Maltese flag. Yeah, it is. It's the Malta. What's, what's the boot? Can you can you put it up again? What, what's on it? It's just the Malta and the flag, and they're like. Are you sending me flag. one of those? Yeah, he sent me four I, of them. I will never drink out of anything on this podcast ever again. He's gonna. I got. He sent four of them. He's like, I saw them. I had to buy it. It was. It was preordained. It was the greatest find. Random. Now on, Juju is gonna be doing shots of light sky. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So uh, let's talk about Jameis, Dave. Um, what? I said. Do we uh, have to? Didn't we do a whole podcast on that? Yeah, I, that I was just, just for the patrons. That was just You've for the patrons. Sure Jameis, one of one, hears this. Well, I'm going to summarize it for you. Jameis <laughs> sucks. Yeah. he's. I think ever since Devin White tried to murder him, he hasn't been the same. Like, he's not the same physically. He's not. He doesn't. He's he's hesitant to run where, where mm-hmm. that first season under Sean Payton, he was always like, okay, first read, I'm taking off. So I don't mm-hmm. turn the ball over. Now he's kind of hesitant, but he doesn't run as well because he hurt his knee. He's like he's just not the same guy physically. Um, so my only question with Jameis Dave is, could ha- not that they would, not that they would cut him, but do you think there is potential that at some point during the year the Saints would be like, oh yeah, Hainer's the number two and Jameis is the emergency third? Yeah, I think it's possible. I mean. You know, we don't get to see what happens in practices. Uh, so that would be have to be a decision the coaches make based on what they see in practice and what they think. But, uh, yeah, it's possible. But I don't I don't think we'll ever get to that point. I don't think that's something we're going to have to worry about. I, Andrew, I, yeah, I, I doubt it, man. No. I think I think Jameis is the number two this year. I have a hard time seeing him. I mean, Hayner has played well enough that I think he clearly deserves a roster spot, and we're keeping three quarterbacks this year, no doubt. Uh, but, yeah, well, I, I do think it'd be interesting if someone went down, uh, like, an, like if San Francisco-type scenario where you have a playoff team at the trade deadline, they lose their starter, and, you know, they're they're trying to make a playoff mm-hmm. run and their their backup sucks. I wonder if he would be an asset on the trade market. And if someone was desperate enough to be like, look, we're trying to make a run here, like we'll give you a third for Jameis. Ooh, it'd have um, to be a third because he detonates the Saints cap. Like he's like the Saints yeah. would have to do it. Well, a they have some space. They have some space. So That's like true. honestly, I a third I would do it, you know. Oh, it's uh, hard. I mean, obviously I, Mickey. You, I'd yeah. bite your hand off if you're offering me a third for yeah. Jameis. Right. So, I mean, I would wonder in a scenario like that, my guess would be that the backup immediately becomes Taysom Hill at that point. You know, yeah. that if something were to happen to Carr, that Taysom would, you know, slot into the backup role. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I could see the Saints potentially being in the trade market to ship him out if they could get a pretty good pick for him. Um, you know, I, look. Jameis, we know what he is at this point. All right, we got um, it. 
I got a great question from Octoberist in the chat, even though I hate to mention this person because it makes him happy, but I'm going to do it because <laughs> this, this is such a great question. How much, Dave, would Jake Hayner have to pay you guys to give him the loyalty that one of one gives Jameis? I've, I, I, he's already earned it. Uh, <laughs> after the after the photo shoot, uh, that was all I needed. I, you know, didn't one dollar. One dollar. It didn't matter how he was going to play. Yeah. Well, I I, I want to say one thing about Jameis Winston. Yeah, you know, the, the one of ones of the world of Twitter. You know, they'll say, well, you know, he's got all these stats. He throws for all these yards. All His these stats touchdowns. are decent. If you just look at the box sure. score, it seems like he was okay. Right in that game. Um, here's my thing. At one point in the game uh, this weekend, the preseason game, uh, he took a sack, uh, Joel Myers and John Stinchcomb, okay? And I would like to think John Stinchcomb knows a thing or two, uh, noted how uh, the Saints had no blocking on the left side of the line when it was obvious that the uh, uh, Chargers had loaded that side of the of their defensive line. And uh, Jameis made no adjustments, no calls at the line, uh, didn't bring extra protection. And to me, like, that's the most indefensible. For somebody who's been in the league for so long, for somebody who at least one person thinks is a Hall of Fame quarterback, to, to, to not call out protections uh, in a preseason game against a second string uh defense but he's like, never done that he's never done that dave like but James that's what Winston's i'm saying never like, done protection he's you like, can't you that you that's then then you can't be an nfl quarterback <laughs> oh. then you can't what? there's only 32 jobs okay and one of the big things in the job is calling out protections and uh you know, putting your offense in the best position and all that kind of stuff and not taking like this. It's, it's crazy to me uh, that yeah. anybody could defend Andrew. Andrew. And it, well, the, thi- the thing about that is it doesn't show up on the stat sheet. Right. right? Could, I mean, other than time sacked, but like anytime Jameis one of one wants to do a dis- dishonest evaluation of his guy, he's never going to put times. He was sacked where it was his fault. Right. <laughs> like that's, that's never going to be a stat that's kind of yeah. contemplated, but Look, I, I think the thing for me, and by the way, what you just described, Derek Carr happens to be really good at that. You know, pre-snap of adjustments. Of course he is, but, and that's why he gets. That's why he's right. earned one of the thirty-two spots. Right, but and you know, Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. The reality with Jameis is I feel like every time he drops back to pass, it's an adventure. It, it's un, it's uncomfortable. It's even amazing in the preseason. It's amazing in the preseason. It's fun. I, I had fun watching him in the preseason. Just <laughs> chuck lie. it. It's right. uh, in, the, in the regular season when things count. And, it's, all, you know, it's, like, it, it's all fun. It, it, it's not fun. And, 
you know, I thought this game in particular was hilarious, especially the Chick-fil- long pass halftime that he completed. That was great. But you know, Jameis is you're holding your breath every time he drops back to pass. Even the dump offs to Kendra Miller, I, I can't remember who he threw to. I think it was Kendra Miller, but like even the dump offs are uncomfortable. Where would you he's waiting five seconds, you know, he's yeah. almost stacked, he's kind of moving sideways with that shuffle and it looks uncoordinated, and then he gets it to the back, like it just You're doesn't like, look smooth. It doesn't. And, and, and look, like I, I've always said this. I think it's unfair, but the reality is we've been watching Drew Brees for 15 years. We've been watching a guy operate at a Hall of Fame level, playing with consistency and accuracy and getting the ball out. And Jameis Winston has none of those traits. Well, and so I, I think I, I know- think it, unfairly it looks particularly awful to guys like us. Because it is the polar opposite of what we've seen. Well, I think that's a great point because I think if we hadn't watched Drew Brees for 15 years, I don't think Dave and John Stinchcomb, they don't point that out. They're like, oh, it's a protection issue. He didn't, he didn't block it. And it, I think you're, that's a great point. Like we watched we didn't notice Drew. that shit with Aaron Brooks, you know? That's, <laughs> that's right. Until Drew spoiled us for anyone yeah. else. Um, Dave, would you buy it? how good Drew Brees was until we yeah. saw. Wait, no, that doesn't make. Never mind. Ju- Jason Champagne has a great idea for a t-shirt, Dave. Would you buy a Jake and Bake t-shirt? Yes, maybe. As long as it was as long as the the text was next to one of those photo shoot photos. So I uh, mean he, Tom, like you said, Ralph, he's like already the third best quarterback the Saints have drafted. Oh, in the last 40 of years. All time. I mean, I mean maybe number, two is, number two is Danny Werfel, so it's not saying much, but yeah. Number one is Archie. Number two is Werfel, and Jake Hayner's third. Jake Hayner is like on Mount Rushmore of drafted Saints QB. He is. Right. He drafted Aaron Brooks, uh, Green the Bay, Packers. Oh, the, the Packers. Packers. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it's it's bad. So, Thomas, do we have a donation update? How close am I to using the boot? We are at thirty percent. We have three K, so not that close, but still doable. Can we make it to you seven in seven weeks? You guys are like, you're just here. I'm not donating. I'm not yeah. donating. I mean, wait, wait, wait to make me feel good. Yeah, yeah donate. So here here at some point, he'll, but we had one. But we had one new donation, guys. One new donation, by the Thank way. Thank you. One new donation from Who That Golfer, five hundred bits. Thank Thanks, you. man. And who that? Who that? Who that golfer is the one who sent these this uh, the howler head? So thank uh, you, that golfer. So guys, if you enjoy the show, consider becoming consider becoming a patron. We can't do it this amazing award winning podcast without your support. You get access to all our, our award winning daily content. Fall in love and join us all football season. Get the two time award winning Louisiana Sports Writers Association Podcast of the Year every. Day commercial free. Do it. Go to saintshappyhour.com. Uh, what is Andrew doing there in the back? I don't know. He's probably Zoom getting enhanced, Thomas. Enhanced, enhanced. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna wait for Andrew because I have a, I oh, have he's a, got tape. a fridge down there. He's got, like he's got a, a fridge. Beer. He, I, so, so Andrew, he's, bougie. he's probably got a fridge in every room. He's got a fridge within a fridge. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> another really positive, never enough room to store your aspect. Life Besides the running back situation, which we feel great about because Kendra Miller looked amazing. I love yep. him. I'm, bi- I'm biased. But Jalen Smith, is that how you say it? Jalen? Jalen, oh, no. I think I think it's just Jalen Smith. He, in the first half, when he was playing, him and Malcolm Roche, they looked head and shoulders above 
everybody on the field, including all the Chargers. So then all of a sudden now we got the news today that Demario Davis is back. But suddenly I'm like, Jalen Smith, pretty good at linebacker. Now I got I got Demario, I got Pete Werner, I got Jalen Smith, I'm I got Vaughn, I guess. Like like linebacker feeling a lot better. Like Jalen Smith, for a guy that you picked up in the summer. That's about as good as I think you can hope for at linebacker, a player yeah, like this. Yeah, I said on our post game that I thought it was felt very Quan Alexandery. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, linebacker all of a sudden, depth wise, is feeling pretty good. Also, Ralph, I'm not going to let you off the hook. I'm pretty sure, Dave. I don't know if you heard this. I'm I'm pretty sure I heard Ralph mispronounce Roche. I'm pretty sure he said Roche. Yeah, <laughs> like, like a real French. <laughs> I'm in award-winning form tonight, Thomas. That's right. Mark this tape. We'll send it in for next we'll send it in for next year when we go for the three-peat. Um <laughs> speaking of Roach, Dave, your UDFA son, he looked incredible. Yeah. Like Start like pay like hey Mickey Loomis Kai Harley who just got a who just got a promotion like do a little cap wizardry extend your boy give him a little cash right now buy buy low before he explodes and gets and gets huge contract next next March mm-hmm. pay the man How- uh, yeah no, I mean not surprising like I, like I said on the post game uh, you can you can pretty much bet uh, if a player is in his contract year he's uh, you know, that'll be his best. Thinner. Yeah. So, so uh, but yeah, no, he looks good. He, I'm sure unless you are Davenport. Unless you're totally physically incapable of playing any better. Thomas from the top Tom, row. Tom, Thomas just bodied you up there, Dave. I mean, <laughs> I love how you're like clockwork, you know, take it to the bank, contract year, you're going to be awesome. And then he just. Well, you have to stay on the field. I'm talking about if you're actually healthy. You know, Davenport was healthy. He just all of last year. He was he played right, Andrew. He wasn't yeah, hurt. Yeah, all, all of his one sack. Mm. He no, he didn't have a sack. He had a half a sack. Half a sack. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who signed him? Who signed the Denver sign? Vikings. Vikings. Vikings, and he's number zero. Oof. Absolutely. That's actually the perfect number for him. That's that's that. No, it's a perfect number for Marcus Davenport. It's the perfect seg- segue because we're talking about disappointing Saints defensive linemen, but we may be in the midst of Peyton Turner comeback season, and Da got me real excited about Peyton Turner comeback season. Thomas, play that soundbite. All right, I wasn't ready, Ralph. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> that's kind of the stuff that we've seen him doing in training camp, you know, uh, and that's why we drafted him where we did. And, and I think here's a kid that, you know, has had a lot of injury issues, which has forced him to miss a lot of time, and so therefore he's missed a ton of development. It's been an unfair assessment of the player up to this point, but I do think he's had a good camp, and uh, I do think he made some, some nice plays today. Are we buying the we buying the Peyton Turner hype, Dave? We buying it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I buy it in so much that I think he could be a good player if he's on the field. Uh, but I'm not buying that uh, he's gonna s- continue to stay healthy. 
Do you think his, his number zero represents the number of sacks he'll have this season? Well, no, he should yeah. be zero point five. Or, or do you think it represents the number of first round picks the Saints should have spent on him? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the latter. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Making it rain. <laughs> Uh, your dad, Andrew, says the Turner hype train is going downhill. Is downhill? Downhill. Is that good, downhill? Right? With the, it it's, gaining speed. Gain, it's gaining speed. It's gaining momentum. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Butterich. He gifting a one tier sub uh, or tier one sub. Is that how you say nice. it, Thomas? Tier Thank one, you, yeah. Butterich. Tier one. How, Thank how, you. how close are we to uh, Ralph taking one of the face? Yeah, we are, we are all fully close. Uh, no, one, one, uh, 150. Uh, one, uh, one, uh, 1,500, I mean. Uh, 1,500 bits. Yeah, and the new MVP leader is Budrich. Budrich coming Whoa. from behind. 1,500 45, bits. 4,500 bits. Budrich in the lead. And 1,500 uh, bits is what, $1.50? Uh, 1,500 bits is 15 15 bucks. bucks. 15 oh. bucks. Oh. So, and I want to think, I'm stealing Budrich's bit that he does in the Discord where he posts a Saints primetime highlight every day. During the off season, I think I'm going to do videos where I just comment on the pre, he'll pull like a pre, he, like today he said he pulled Saints Falcons from like 1995 or 1994. Awesome. And yeah, it was, was just, awesome. it was awesome. The Saints f- fell behind 17 to nothing and came back and won. It was great. Uh, the Budridge highlights. It's, it's, it's Budridge highlight timestamp. Turner is going to get eight sacks. It, did, 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 you, did you see? Hey, Tomas, uh, check the timestamp on this. By the way, speaking of the Discord, I saw that someone uh, posted a story that some guy named Lawrence Andrew Fernandez said, Saints fans want Jameis Winston to start week one over Derek Carr after, after QB's impressive outing in LA. That was a Chad GPT created article. I firmly believe <laughs> I it. Think, I think um, we found who Jameis one of one is. If Peyton, yeah. if Peyton Turner That's gets eight, if he gets eight sacks, the show after he gets the eighth sack I will line up eight shots and do all of them during the show. Let's go. Let's go. Live show. <laughs> so um, we got to do this because I felt like for a moment, and this is one of the things that I love about our UDFA Sun Draft. Um, I felt there was a moment, Dave, in this game where not only were the current UDFA Suns were taken over because Andrew's son, Headley, was punting. He felt like he was punting a ton. But Crawl was dropping passes left and right. Roach was looking great. Like the UDFA Sun were all looking good. That's the fun news. The bad news is kind of like the 2023 UDFA Adopted Sun competition. I'm going to be positive, Andrew, and say it's wide open. But no one's really making a move, I think, to get on the roster. Um, uh, first of all, it's not wide open. You're, uh, you have no chance. You, I don't know why they got you with second from the top here. You should be all the way at the bottom. I should be Shaq Davis. I should be closer to the top. Uh, and, and, you know, earlier in the intro, you touted this as the, uh, who is the linebacker that we're all uh, hyped about now? Lawless or what's his name? Uh, Lawless. He's, he's not a rookie. He's not a rookie. Oh, okay. He's not a rookie. Lalo Salamanca. Um, uh, but you know, I like do I, like that Ralph has a fat head of Nico Lalos. I do. Yeah. yeah, I do. Uh, what year is Lalos? How many years has he been in the league? Like two. He was in yeah, an XFL. He, 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 he was with the Saints, I think, last year, like in training camp. 
I think he was on the practice squad for the Saints, and then he went to the XFL. And, then he, and he hurt his groin. The, the Saints groin report today was horrific. Really. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but Andres uh, Pete, Andres Pete was back. Yeah. Um, who else was back? Demario Davis and someone else. Uh, Cesar Ruiz. Oh, yeah. Jimmy back, Graham baby. will be back too. Jimmy Graham will be back. Yeah, Jimmy Graham. Uh, back, but uh, no, but you know, we were talking about Lalos or whatever. But uh, this was this was the Shaq Davis coming out party. I don't know why <laughs> nobody's going to remember this game uh, because of uh, you know a couple of sacks and a batted down pass. If he would have caught the quad box pass from Jameis, ah, yeah, it would have been, been it would have been the uh, the Shaq. It would have been over. Yeah, yeah. So I got to I got to be honest with you. I mean, and and Thomas has Jerron Cade. I, I don't even I don't even know who that is. Is he still on the roster? Did he play is at all? Orgy right? still on the roster? Yeah, yeah Orgy Bunch, is. Like Bunch I said. That's yeah. Hassan, man. Did he help you though? Did he? That's Hassan. I feel like, Dave, this is right now. It's a two-horse race between you and me. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and and then and then uh, Kevin has Alex Pilstrom, and he's in, he's a guard. I don't think he's going to make it. So, uh, an orgy? No, I don't think he's going to make it. Orgy was out there. He was out there on the uh, Brissy, uh fumble recovery. I think he was or, there. Or maybe the Malcolm Roach. Maybe the Malcolm Roach sack. Uh, he was given the. I think he's an Omega Sci-Fi. He was doing the hooks there. Um, even though I don't know if he had anything to do with the play at all. Um, but uh, Andrew, I think you're exactly right. It's between me and you right now. Two horse race between Lou Headley and Shaq Davis. And the good news for me is that Lou Headley's a punter, so they're only keeping one punter. So either Andrew's going to win this by a mile because they're going to keep Headley, and then that's their starting punter, and I don't think anybody could beat that. Or, or they're going to cut him, and that just leaves me uh, in sole possession of first place. And I like my chances because, as we discussed I... on the post game podcast uh, on sun- Sunday, um, if it's a if it's a tie between Headley and Gilligan as far as punting and the competition is concerned, they're just going to go with Gilligan because he's already in the building. They're comfortable with the him. Whole, anyway. That's what I was going to say. I, I felt great about. I, and I was I was despondent that there was a good chance Andrew would win again, which he would be insufferable. But then Andrew mentioned on the post game show, Gilligan's the holder for kicks. Yeah, that also, that's also so like yeah, right. so like yeah. so like for for your UDFA son, like he can't just like he can't just like slightly outperform Gilligan. He's got to blow him out the water. Yeah, it's got to be like no question. So, I'm feeling. Uh oh. Uh oh. Is this it? No, it's not. Nope. It's just a, a <sighs> one K away. One K away. Close. So I'm feeling. Uh, I'm, I'm. Get feeling ready, well. got, Get ready, man. I got two comments. First of all, Bud Rich on the chat. He's saying Orgy is doing fine as a special teams linebacker. He ran with the second team and did well. I missed. Uh, so. Uh, you know, he, Bud Rich is Practice kind of sound, sounding a little uh, Jameis one of one to me uh, here. He's just orgy. he's trying to come <laughs> up with uh, yeah. He's just trying to make Orgy sound as good as he can. Uh, and then mm. also um, to Arc Midge in the chat, you can't just type the number fifteen hundred. That's not how the donations work. You have to actually donate uh, the, the money, <laughs> and then and then and then 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 we'll get the money. But just typing the number fifteen hundred doesn't do it. Hatch John just with 300. Thank you. Uh, so that's the thing, right? You know, um, damn, it doesn't. Holy shit. It, <laughs> you, did you guys see that Brian Edwards was, uh, oh, Brian Edwards. He, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't dump him out of the plane yeah. on the yeah. way home. Right. Poor guy. Two, uh, offensive pass interference penalties that, negated two two touchdowns like and and i think they had about six groins explode at practice they did oh Oh. okay so who's the mvp thomas so they can pick 
Oh, Archmage, Maybe. thanks, man. <laughs> he figured wow. it out. No, uh, he did not, did he? Yeah, he, he did. did. Thank he you. Did. <laughs> 30 hundred bits. Uh, Bodrich is in the lead. Swiftly. Um, so how much time do we have before you declare MVP and they get to pick I mean, what one I minute, Hachajan is in the second place with right. 3,300 so, bits. So what will it be? Howler or... I want the green apple one. The green apple. I don't know What's if the Howler one. What, what, what flavor is that? It's not. It's just it's just Howler head. Is it banana? Uh, straight bourbon. No, that's more. Howler no. head straight it's bourbon. Sour green apple. I might have to do two shots of this. I don't know if it'll all fit in the. Uh, that's what she said. In the boot. Ooh. Damn. Yeah, I think you're going green apple. Not going to green apple. So what is it? What is it going to be, Thomas? What's the MVP? And who? What do they decide? Uh, green apple. Ten seconds, guys. I give you ten seconds. Count it down. Ten. No, nine. You need it like a clock. Eight. Seven. Six. Is it five, banana whiskey? Four. No. No, it's just regular bourbon. Two, one. one. Okay, Budwich. Which one do you want? want? Unless he told us already. Did he tell yeah, us? People, people want green he apple. He said green apple. All right, I'm gonna. Budwich said yeah, green, green apple. apple. Right, it is. Damn, Ooh, I can hear it. That's a cool sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Thomas, check the timestamp on that. We're gonna, <laughs> the new do the boot. Uh, Wait, before I do it, the hold it up again. Hold it up again. Hold it up. I got the boot. The boot. I got the boot. Wait, is it in there? It's in there, but I'm gonna Wait, do green apple, gonna, but it's not green. Do you want me to do? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not green, so I'm gonna do it out of the boot. Here we go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I feel like he kind of exaggerates sometimes. Not I mean, sometimes he, he does it up for sometimes. A I, sometimes I, I, I do exaggerate, but that one. It had like a weird, like mustiness at the end. How old was it? I don't know. This is this isn't one from my wife's Netherlands collection from a, de- from, from a decade ago. Does it remember from, Obama administration? This is from Hudak Golfer. We're not done though. We're not done. Oh, there's like, more in there. there is that more. bigger than a, like one of those airplane bottles? Yeah, we got. Oh yeah, that's like a little Tabasco bottle. It's like a little Tabasco bottle. Oh, so we got just, one. How, that's, we got is it one. Filled, did it fill the boot? No, again? it's it filled it like halfway. Mm. So it's like a shot and a half. Mm. This is this is awful though. You didn't join a fraternity in college. He's he's making up for it. You know? <laughs> did you? Did were you in a fraternity in college? Uh, no, no, I was not. I was a GDI. I think I think uh, you're the only me, one. Just me yeah. on the show. Pike boy. Uh, quick quick story, so people will fire feel, truck boy. Quick we don't story. Have so such things in Poland. <laughs> Quick story time with with Uncle Ralph, so y'all can feel really sad for me. My first year in college, I went to Ole Miss because my my old family went to Ole Miss. And when I went to Ole Miss at the time, I didn't know that. Yeah, your first year was Ole Miss. My first year was. I don't. I I was like, I I ever knew that. I was like, I don't know. What year was that? Was that Eli? If that was, if I was taking a Ralph trivia test right now, I would have failed that question. Ninety four, like Ole Miss. Year ninety four, you were in Oxford. I was in Oxford. Okay. The dean the school up north. The school up north. I was in uh, the the dean dorm. Uh, but the th- you want to hear a sad and story? So no, it was like seventy percent Greek at Ole Miss. So I no, play. it's like ninety percent Greek. 
it is it isn't now i think it might have been it, is it still it's like anyway so i'm no it's like everybody's greek it's every not not me I'm, and i'm gonna explain it so i go <laughs> oh, through i go through pledging and like at the time i had like like really bad acne yeah and i'm 18 and i'm crippled and i'm shy like I got made fun of so much going from just house to house pledging. And one guy, as I'm, as I'm sitting there in the corner, just like, just like counting down, like, I got to get out of here. I hear like three of them talking and they're like, did you see Captain Pegleg with the acne? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like, oh my God. That there's no other one. There's no one else here that is that is is, is so limping sorry. and has acne. I'm like, I'm just gonna go back to my dorm and and cry. Jesus. The, the funny thing is, well, it's not funny, I guess, because they do it for a reason. But if you don't get a bid, yeah, this is the part you told us. About. They send like a little committee of like three or four people with like suicide prevention pamphlets <laughs> I mean, and, and, and like really? therapy to make sure you're all right. You don't remember him telling us this time? Because I like if you don't play, if you don't make it at Ole Miss, you're like outcast. You're mm-hmm. like you, you're like you go to the land of misfit toys <laughs> with like the fifteen percent of the people that aren't Greek, um, which was actually a great experience for me, but. That's a that's a story time with Uncle Ralph. I mean, I mean, you want to after after me. hearing them call you peg like Captain boy, Peg, Captain it's good thing they brought you over that reading material. Wait, so why did you leave Oxford? Because man, I was just like, I like if you're not if you're not Greek and you don't really like the Greek lifestyle, it's like. I was like, eh, it's, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't. By the way, I saw your brother today. Uh, oh, yeah. How's he second. doing? I didn't, I didn't talk to him, but uh, I did have to make a trip over to the mm. Tulane mailroom uh, today. Give it, so, give it, Ralph, Ralph, you went to LSU after that. I went to LSU after that. You see, my brother, you should have given him a hug and alcohol, Dave, because this is his busiest time of the year. All yeah, the students, oh, I know. All the students are all, moving in. I know. Well, they, yeah, correct. Well, school's already started, but it is their busy season, and yeah. it's hot in there. There's no air conditioning in the big mailroom portion. What's your brother's name? Uh, my brother's name is Jay. His full Jay. name is Oliver Joseph Marlboro the Third. But we call him uh, Jay because he was so, named after your father. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I'm going to call him. I'm going to say Oliver Joseph. What's going on, OJ? <laughs> I'm OJ, I'm going to call him OJ. Does anybody call him OJ? No, I wanted to call. I wanted to name my son Oliver Joseph Marlboro the Fourth. But my wife was like, "You, you can't. can't do people, that." People, people make call him OJ and make fun of him. And I was like, "I think that'll pass eventually." But she's like, "No, no. you can't." Wait a minute. <laughs> wait, wait, can you do that if if you're not? Uh, wouldn't wouldn't your brother be the only one who could do that and have it? Be I don't know. Fourth? I was gonna do. I wanted to, but I don't think he could be. The, you could name him whatever you want. He could be Oliver Joseph Malbro, but, but I don't he can't think be. The, he, he can't be a four, right? I don't. I, don't I mean, we need a ruling. I don't know. We need What's a ruling in the chat before we because your brother doesn't have kids, right? Before... Saints Happy Hour needs your support so we can keep giving you the Saints coverage you love. Become a patron to help us keep giving you the best daily Saints podcast on earth. Supporting Saints Happy Hour gives you the best Saints podcast every day without any stupid ads or promos like this one. And patrons also get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7, early access to podcast episodes, our world-famous booze bundle with four amazing swag items. So do it. Go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. That's SaintsHappyHour.com. Before we get to to questions, I want to remind you, 
if you're a Prime member, did you know you can subscribe to Saints Happy Hour Twitch channel for free? Yeah, it's a great way to support Saints Happy Hour, and it doesn't cost you anything. Thomas even created easy instructions on how to do it right in the podcast episode description. Click on the link to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour using Amazon Prime. So, Thomas, and you, can, and, you and, and you can do it each month. Each month, it's a, every month you do it, and it's a, it doesn't cost you anything. It's a great way to support the show. So, and by the way, I want to thank people. We are on pace in August to do forty-five thousand downloads. Thank you, guys. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, Thomas, hit the music. It's time for take it to the top. Yeah. So, what's first up, Thomas? What do we got? All right. First up, first question. We had so many questions, guys. Tons of questions. And by by the way, Thomas, I want to remind people: if we don't get to your question on the podcast, we always use every question for mailbags and content later. Keep them coming. We promise we will use them. What's the first question? At least we try. We try. <laughs> we try very hard to use every question. Uh, okay, first question from Don Checo. Speaking of Kendra Miller's performance, would you trade Kamara for Jonathan Taylor? Don Checo, I might have to ban you for that. How dare you? We don't trade Kamara for Jonathan Taylor. You just trade for Jonathan Taylor and make the nerds' heads explode. And then you extend Jonathan Taylor, and you run the wishbone. You don't trade Kamara. You triple down on running back. My, my answer is yes, for the record. Really? Wow. Yeah. You would trade Kamara for Jonathan Taylor? Yes. Uh, I mean, I'm not, I, I would assume that Mickey would figure it out financially. Like, I'm not talking about finances or cap numbers or whatever. But player for player... I would take Jonathan Taylor over Kamara, yes. How, how, many, how, it, what, how many years has Taylor been in the league? This is year four. four. This is year four because he was a second-round pick. I guess my only concern is, like, I feel like Taylor's got less life left. I feel like Kamara's kind of always been a committee back. He's never had to do it all himself. Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, here's I, the thing. The interesting thing with Taylor is, will he get traded? Because and the why, Colts... do the Colts, why do the Colts want to trade him? Because they don't want to pay him. They they don't. He's asking for one. They yeah. Well, I mean, Davey, Davey's twenty four years old. That's yeah, they, I mean, I the Colts it. don't want to pay him. But that's also but they want a first a round back. pick for him. It's it'll be interesting. I'm in, I'll be interested to see if a team like panics at the deadline or gets injured or injuries or whatnot, and they're like, "Hey, right, we'll we'll do the McCaffrey thing where San Francisco gave up a ton of picks." Did you did you just say that twenty four is thirty for a running back? Is that yeah, what you just yeah, said? He did, he did. Okay, so okay, Dave, like I'm I'm not letting you off the hook here. What, <laughs> what would twenty what would what would twenty eight be? Just forty. Okay, well that's what Alvin Kamara is. I, I know. <laughs> okay, so but you're making but a trade. No, but no, but back to my earlier point, he hasn't been like a bell cow back. They haven't used him. He hasn't been like an every down back. He's been kind of mixed in a lot of receiving stuff. Ta- not Taylor has three years in the league. I, I, I just, I don't, I gotta, 
I got a question from Algiers Point Boy. Is Taylor like a pass catching guy? Does he is he like he big can catch he's, he's the best, dude. He's the best. He's, a, he's the best. So he's he's a do it all. Algiers Point has a question that I'm going to ask. Here's the thing: Traquan Smith, Will Lutz to the Denver Broncos for a fifth round pick and three pounds of the best weed in Denver. Who says no? Uh, I don't. Oh, I know Dave doesn't. <laughs> they wouldn't trade Lutz. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't go groupie over Lutz, would they, Andrew? Mm. No, I've heard. Equal? I've heard Lutz is ahead in the competition. I, I think it would take uh, a pretty big collapse in the last couple weeks in this last preseason game for Lutz to lose his job. I mean, I think it would take. I think it would take. I don't even think the last preseason game factors into it. I think it would take the first two weeks Lutz stinking. And then, and then it's too yeah. late. Like I think, yeah. I think if the Saints cut Groupie, but somebody will will pick him up in the next in the first month because there's always a, there's always a team that sucks at kicker. So maybe there's so. there's not a lot of teams that give a job to a undrafted rookie free agent. Though. I mean, obviously Peyton would only be willing to trade for Groupie if he didn't think that he was going to get through waivers. As no well, one, that's no right. one is no one is trading. For a UDFA kicker, no, they just wait. No one is traded. They'll they'll right. wait well, for. Not, I mean, yeah, that's why I thought wait. it was an unusual story. Uh, was <laughs> what, unusual. what was the story? What did Duncan? You, well, what Duncan, did Duncan? It was oh, Duncan yeah. It was lost. Peter King. It was Peter wanted. King. It was Peter King saying whoever loses the competition in for kicker, they would trade him to Denver. Butteridge says if the Broncos offered a third for Lutz, would you do it? Yes. Yes. Ooh, absolutely. Are you kidding I think me? I, w- I think I would. A I third? Would. A third for a kicker? Yeah, but then you got to go groupie. You got to go rookie. You got to uh, defend on a rookie it. kick. I would do it. When's the last time anybody a kicker's gotten a third round draft pick? I don't remember. Has a kicker ever been traded for something like that? That's where I draw the line, though, because I feel like after the third round, it's such a crapshoot that I wouldn't take a fourth round pick for less. What's next, Thomas? Uh, before next question, uh, question from the chat from Cajun Sands, the MVP from last week, the legend. Any news on Graham? Andrew, yeah, he's uh, good. He 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 got he he did tests. Um, I talked to someone today. He's uh, got I don't know clean medical. Uh, nothing to worry about. I didn't I didn't really get details on what happened though. So that's still. Well, that would be a HIPAA violation. The video from TMZ is hilarious of him in the bushes and running away. It's hilarious now because he's okay. If something bad would have happened, it wouldn't be funny. But because he's fine, it's very funny. You should watch it. What do you guys think happened? Let's speculate. Ooh, I, I, wait, I mean, when I mentioned this on the last we podcast, said we're not, we said, said it on the, we didn't even speculate on the patrons only podcast, but t- Andrew's like, yeah. let's speculate on the free one. Let's just, yeah. when we've got a wider audience we... that, that's more likely to crush us. <laughs> yeah, you made me tiptoe let's and watch speculate. my words. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think the thing is with Jimmy let's Graham, wild, is he, let's, not, let's not just speculate. Let's wildly speculate. He yeah. he has been a straight and narrow guy his entire career. I think it's a medical episode. I don't think well, I don't think the Saints for, are except for being a pilot. Doesn't that kind of go against? Yeah, I heard that he took some ayahuasca with Aaron Rodgers <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Wrong answers only. 
Yeah. Wrong, I couldn't yeah. handle it. Wrong answers only. Uh, yeah. He he drank some Malort and it went bad. <laughs> <laughs> he said Ralph did one Malort. I can do two. Either. I could do two. You do two. He went on a date with Kevin. He had to get the hell out of there and you got disoriented. Right. Is it possible that he got near Dave's bathroom and <laughs> wow became disoriented by the smell? <laughs> I need that soundbite too. What? So what's next, Thomas? All right, next question from Badrich, the current MVP leader. Not that much time, guys. Uh, Badrich asks. Who is one QB you'd wish the Saints had gone back and drafted from the 80s and 90s? I mean, just Joe keep Montana? your pick. Keep I mean, your pick in the 83 draft and pick Marino. Like, oh yeah, I don't go. know. Like, whatever. Like, Any, anybody. 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 It's unbelievable. Anybody. It's unbelievable like, how many anyone. amazing quarterbacks they passed on. It's just <laughs> literally the anyone. list is too long. <laughs> Literally anyone, like trade up for Elway, Marino. I mean, like how many? Like, I'm. This is a legitimate question because I don't know the answer to this because I wasn't really a fan back there. Like, how many years did they have? Like, how many consecutive years would they have like a top five pick? All right, I'm gonna go full Kevin here. All right, what were the years again? From the, the 80s, 80s and 90s, 90s. It's, it's 20 we had years. A top five pick. But I mean, but I'm curious to know how many times they had a top five pick. Oh, I'm going to tell you the guys they passed on. So <laughs> starting in 1980, right? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm pulling. I up. mean, Dave, they had a top ten pick from 1967 to 1978, 100%. Sure. Right. Every year, probably top five most years, unless they traded it stupidly to Baltimore. <laughs> All right. Uh, in 1980, I mean, I'll have to go haphazard here. So, but in 1980, they had the 12th pick, um, and they picked Stan Brock, who who good. was a solid, good player, good solid player. They passed on Art Monk, <laughs> for what it's worth. Uh, they passed on. Uh, actually, the quarterbacks after this were all kind of awful. What about 81? So. When did they pass? Right, 81, who do they pass on? See, what year was Montana drafted? It's like 76, 77. Oh, he was drafted in the 70s? Just do like 10 years. We can't do 25. We can't do 40 years of who the Saints pass on quarterback. Because no, it's, it's a separate, separate well, I, I got to look at these drafts one by one, so you got to give me some time. All right. You know. Thomas, you... you in 1980... Hold on. I'll, I'll just do this one. In 1981, the Saints picked first overall. <laughs> they They... Took George Rogers, who was a good, productive player for them. But but you want to know who went number two? Lawrence Taylor. Yes, correct. Uh, Also, they passed on Ronnie Lott. Um, And quarterback-wise in that draft, yeah, there was not much. Neil Lomax. They could have had Neil Lomax. (laughs) Neil Lomax would have been a Saints Hall of Famer. Yeah. Garen frickin' T. I mean, you can't really be upset about passing on Lawrence Taylor. I mean, like... Lawrence Taylor. The Saints went on to have Lawrence Taylor would die. He would be dead if he would have been drafted by the Saints. Lawrence Taylor on I mean, Bourbon like Street. Are you kidding me? Would go on to have a great linebacking course. So it's not like yeah. Can you imagine Lawrence Taylor and Ricky Jackson though? They drafted. <laughs> yeah, that would have been epic. All right. Uh, the Saints in 1982 uh, they forfeited. Their 1981 first-round pick after selecting Dave Wilson's. Oh. Oh. So they would have had the third overall pick. Um, 
but they decided to pass on that. Oh, Art, Art, they could have had Jim McMahon. Mm. Who's Arch Slick? Arch Leister. He was a he was the degenerate of degenerate gamblers. Like that <laughs> dude really loved to gamble. Yeah, some of these quarterbacks hey, like I'm, like, I, I, I'm three years. It gets eighty three though. I'm three years in, and like the quarterbacks are honestly not. Get to eighty three, yeah, and then was the Marino draft. Yeah, All right, get to eighty three, and then we'll wrap there it bunch, up. Wasn't there a year right. where a bunch of quarterbacks were That's all eighty three? Well, eighty three. The thing is, the Saints didn't pick until. Why? They didn't. They traded it. They traded their eighty-three pick for Bruce Clark. So uh, Green Bay had their Saints pick. Yeah, so they didn't have a first round pick. Green Bay picked eleventh overall. They had Tim Lewis, a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Elway was picked first overall. Todd Blackledge was picked seventh, which he was, was terrible. terrible. Jim Kelly, fourteenth. Jim Kelly. Tony Eason, 15th. Tony Eason would have been a Saints Hall of Famer. Yeah, Ken O'Brien was a <laughs> Ken good Ken O'Brien would have been a Saints Hall of Famer. Dan, Dan Marino. No, he wouldn't have been a Saints Hall of Famer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not clear on where the Saints would have picked here. It doesn't matter. Like, they'd have picked, they'd picked where I mean, Green Bay would have Green picked. Bay's pick, it sounds they had like Green they would have Bay, they would have had Green Bay's pick. All right, we'll do one that more. That is stupid. In Wake 84, up. the Saints picked... They don't have a first round pick. What the hell happened? Where, where, are, for, where are our first round picks? How many traded, did we give up for Marcus Davenport in the eighties? They <laughs> traded. They traded that pick for Earl, for Earl Campbell. Yeah, well, to who? So who was the to the so, Oilers, man? Oh, oh, to yeah. Houston. To Houston. The Oilers picked second. They gave up no. the second overall pick. No, look later, probably. How could it be later? They weren't winning games. Are you telling me it's Earl to first Campbell? No, it wasn't a first, but it was. They gave up a first in either eighty four or eighty five for Earl Campbell. Yeah, well, they. All I can tell you is they didn't have a first round pick in eighty four. I mean, th- this is getting ridiculous. No wonder we were terrible in those years. Right. By the way, by the way, they could have drafted Boomer Sison. Right, Saints Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um. Okay, Boomer. Long Island's finest. <laughs> <laughs> no, right, the well, second I, I got to keep going until I can see someone they actually pass well, them when they well, actually have a pick. Well, t- while while Andrew looks for quarterbacks, the Saints should have picked, which they are plentiful. Thomas, what's next on the questions? Damn, that was a long one. Uh, next one, yeah, Very from Bulky. A long question. Had there not been so many penalties, do you think Jameis would have had a mathematically impossible 150 QBR or simply a perfect 100 QBR for his Hurricane performance? This is proof. This is actually this is a great question, Balky. By the way, this is proof that God loves us because if Jameis would have had a 150 QBR rating in this game, the Jameis stands would have been insufferable. They're insufferable already, but they would have taken it to an entirely different level. So the penalties were actually a gift from the heavens up above to spare us from having to hear for for the next three weeks how Jameis should be the starting quarterback. I mean, I I know this is a jokey question. QBR doesn't really even take into account penalties, right? It does not. Okay. Okay. So um, the Wicker Man I, says. By the way, the Saints also passed on Randall Cunningham. There you go. The Wicker we, we Man draft, says we drafted Alvin Tolls instead. 
the wicker man says uh thomas saying okay boomer set off my google home alert and then dave saying long long island's finest made it give me the address <laughs> of a roof of a roofing company on long island <laughs> we're uh <laughs> We're we're setting off. Google. What company did they give you? I'm curious to know what uh, what Google suggests. Uh, who, who Google suggests to re-roof your home uh, if you're living in the Nassau Suffolk uh, tri-state area? <laughs> Thomas, what's next? Okay, final question of the show. But before the final question, a shout out to Saints Rabbit. He, as always, sent us a million Tom, questions. But we'll tonight, get to, we'll I get decided to. Them in a mail to bag. I decided to not use any of his questions. Yeah. Upload to him and just give others a chance. So last question from Saint Stompicus. Uh, which inspires less Which inspires name. less confidence? A squirrel considering crossing the road you're driving on or James dropping back to pass? <laughs> oh, that's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. Similar IQ between the squirrel and similar pre-snap ability. Oh, there you go. There you go. Pre-snap ID. Um, I I don't know, man. Would you? Would you? I'm I'm curious. Well, here's the the question. Would you? Would you guys? Would you guys call Jameis Winston stupid? Because I'm not sure I would actually. No, I think Jameis. He doesn't process information quick enough and the thing is he knows he doesn't that's why he does all those weird quarterback drills where they're throwing stuff at him and they're swinging the baseball bat and all that like he knows what he doesn't do well but he just can't fix it it's like me not being able to pronounce names like i know that i can't do it and i constantly like work at it and read up on it but once the light goes on for the camera and thomas says action we're counting down to go ralph it's showtime i fall back into my old habits and i mispronounce names left and right Jameis knows what he's not good at he just can't Fix it. Yeah, I, so I feel like the, I feel like the uh, majority of the fan base has now turned on him. I think there was a minute there where he had a ton of support and a lot of love, and now we're the the pendulum has swung the other way, and we're kind of being harder. I, I I've been hard on Jameis on this podcast, but I, I'm in a weird place with Jameis Winston, you know, and it's still like some of the things that he said. And and staying in New Orleans, it's like, man, he really does love it here. And he really seems committed to the Saints, to the city, to the organization, yeah. despite despite everything that's happened. Injuries, uh, maybe yeah. false promises, whatever. And so, like, against all odds, like, as much as I like to pick on him and I think he's kind of terrible, I... I don't know. I'd love to see him succeed too. Well, you know? if 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 God forbid Derek Carr got injured for like three weeks and Jameis balled out and like some team I would love gave that. Be and, cool. and Jameis some team gave Jameis like three years, seventy five million dollars oh, in awesome. March, I'd be like, you go, Jameis. Like, good for you. Good for you. It's not going to work out for the team that signed you, but we love you. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Yeah. Like, we'll always have. At least we'll always have. Atlanta week one. 
Yeah, it, like part of it's just his goofy personality, though. Like, I don't know. Like, like here's the- I, I, I personally I enjoyed the Teddy experiment. Well, I, and the- I under I understand Teddy's probably not even as good, but. I I enjoy that so much more. I actually, I actually have kind of a... I think everyone is. I have a hot yeah. take about that, too. I'll let Ralph go first, but I do have... Well, I was just going to say, like, Teddy Bridgewater, like, Saints fans loved him, and we we rever him, like, his 5-0. and oh, Like, he's he's probably yeah, going to get into the... Rever, he's, we rever him? Rever him? Is that a word? He's going to get into this... He's going to get into the Saints Hall of Fame. You want a hot take? Teddy Bridgewater is going to be in the Saints Hall of Fame. But what I was going to say is he signed a three-year, $60 million contract with the Panthers. And Saints, we weren't even worried. We were like, ah, whatever. Good for you, Teddy. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be any good. Like, so. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think we had convinced himself that he was pretty good, though. If, if like, he had Sean. I mean, he could had Sean Payton. I was, I was a little sad that Teddy left. Um, I, I had visions of Teddy maybe being Drew Brees' heir. And I mean, dude, I remember like when you know, the the whole stadium was going Teddy, yeah, oh, Teddy, yeah. and I was in that stadium doing it. And I don't know, in an alternate universe where he's the starting quarterback of the Saints, and I don't know, they go ten and seven that year and make the playoffs. I, I would have absolutely loved that season. I mean, Ted, Teddy. Teddy, I know he made a ton of money with Carolina, but he should have waited. He should have waited one more. He could have waited one more year with the Saints, and he could have been the starter in twenty twenty one. I have a so my I have a Jameis take or whatever. Um, and, Lasix didn't cure him. Is that your take? Lasix did not did not cure him. <laughs> Uh, I was on. I was on that train. I was. I was driving that train. I Aldi was the on James that train, train in the chat. No, I was the, the, on, yeah, I was on. No, the James Aldi was going to fix him. When the Lasix was going to fix him, Aldi reminded us on the, in the chat. Um, I was on the train too, man. Uh, just kind of speaking of Jameis, one of one. Like I, I honestly like Jameis, one of one. Kind of has ruined Jameis for me. I'm be, like, I'm being dead serious. Like, and, and I think that's like the worst possible thing that can be said. Uh, if you're, if you're listening and you're Jameis one of one, I, I, I honestly, like he he's insufferable and like, like it was kind of funny at the start to begin with. And like, when I mentioned it and I introduced the whole thing that the fact that he had written a book, but like, he's turned on everybody. He's kind of, he's, he's like, 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 honestly, like, I, I like Jameis more, <laughs> but like, I, I honestly, like I'm rooting, I'm being dead serious now, right now. This is, this is the crux of my thing. I'm rooting against Jameis. Even though I don't want to, yeah, and I'm dead serious. Even no, though I don't the chat want to, agrees with you. The chat uh, agrees yeah. with you. Dan. Even though I don't want to, even though I have no reason to, even though Jameis has never done anything I think wrong at all uh, off the field. Whoa, whoa, well, you mean since he's come to New Orleans? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's but so I, long ago we practically forgot about it, Andrew. I, Thanks for reminding us. I am, I am, I, I internally, whether I admit it or not, this may even be the first time I'm even saying this, but like I actively root against Jameis because I hate Jameis one of one because <laughs> he's so miserable. Just uh, block him. Dave, block him, and he disappears. No, 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 no. I, I'm not on Twitter like you. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. I, I'm not even talking about his. Like he doesn't actually bother me on a day to day basis. I don't ever really read anything. Just I, I just know that he's out there, and it's just like I'm not like somebody wrote a book. Somebody took time to write a book about this, about his hall of, about how he should be in the hall of fame. Blah blah blah. This is hall of fame career, which I think over time is going to again, like we said, I think is going to age like milk. But but my point there, is, is, there like, was a long tweet about how his completion to Shaq Davis. 
proves that he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Again, so there you go. Like that is yeah. utterly ridiculous. Not, not to so, annoy you, but <laughs> no, no, I, but I get it. And so yeah. like uh, Jameis one of one, he feels like God put him on this earth. And I'm not, I'm not being hyperbolic here. I mean what I'm saying, right? He, he, I think he thinks that God put him on this earth to defend Jameis Winston uh, and be on this Jameis Winston mission. And I had to, to help Jameis Winston and to save him or, or help other people understand uh, how great he is. And I have to be honest with you. I think in the long run, now that we're down this far down the road, I think he's done the opposite. I think he has uh, ruined Jameis Winston. All he says, Jameis one of one is my man cat. like me because you have me. He has me rooting against him. I, I have no beef with Jameis Winston. He won that game against Atlanta week one. You know, CJ Spiller oh, yeah, had one awesome. run against the Cowboys and I love CJ Spiller now. Like I have no, I have every reason to just love Jameis Winston just, just for that one win alone. But I can't because of Jameis one of one. Jameis one of one, I think you have done the opposite of what you have intended to do uh and i think i speak for a lot of people you do here's the interesting thing and then we're gonna wrap up the show but but it's an interesting point is i've been listening to a lot of nfl podcasts and they preview the divisions right they preview the each one and uh you know mina kines did a preview uh the athletic with robert maids did a preview and andrew this is like the the anti sort of Jameis one of one thing maybe is they preview the division and the nerds are all like, how much of an upgrade is Derek Carr from Andy Dalton? Because the Saints were number five in EPA per play with Andy Dalton. So how much of an upgrade is Andy Dalton really? And I'm like, that is a moment. Oh, where so I, they were saying like getting Carr was not big of a deal. Yeah, like, like, like how much not is even Jameis? Yeah. And I'm yeah. And I'm like. I hate to be this guy, but I'm like, do you watch the games? Like, I watched the games with Andy Dalton, and I know he was efficient at times, and he was okay. But if he really was, like, a top 10 or a top 5 quarterback, wouldn't some other team been like, he was magnificent with the Saints? We need to have that guy as our starting quarterback. And no one did. I feel like the nerds have taken the stats too far. Like they've gone too far with analytics telling me that Andy Dalton was borderline elite with the Saints in 2022. (laughs) Yeah, they're basically saying that, I mean, what if the Saints were top five in whatever metric they deemed was important, then what quarterback would you start over Andy Dalton? But like Mahomes, <laughs> you know, like it's like four dudes that were better according to that stat. So I, I guess be one. I mean, and and to quote Buddy D, I'll never forget this. Uh, I called in on Buddy D's show. Wow, he he was he was slamming uh um slamming Mario Bates at the time. He was saying how pathetic Mario Bates was. That it was terrible that he was a running back of the Saints. And that, you know, if the Saints were serious about winning games, they can't have Mario Bates as their starting running back. That was kind of his thesis. And at the time, I was I was young. When we called into the show, you were probably running the board, Ralph. Everybody, <laughs> when I called. Boy, you know what? That would be some, like, really wonderful, like, sliding doors moment. If, like, Absolutely. The you, if the two of you actually talked, you know, 10, 15 years before you ever really got to know wow. each other. 
uh, just on the buddy. Where were you calling from? So you would have been like Andrew from Uptown. Like yeah. what were you? I was, yeah, was, I was just Andrew. Well, he was in, using a suit. Andrew in Lakeview. I was Andrew I was at my, oh, I was at my Andrew grandmother's Lakeview. house in Lakeview. And uh, so I call Buddy's show, <laughs> and uh, you know I basically said, "Look, Mario Bates Andre had three from points. Russia." I, I remember this because I remember it clear as day. And I, I looked at the stats, and I remember telling him, you know, Mario Bates, who you're saying is awful and one of the worst running backs in the league, maybe the worst starting running back in the league, he had 3.9 yards per carry last year. And I started rattling off some names. I was like, Eric Rett had 3.6. Wow, Eric This Rett. guy had 3.7. Like all these, these, this guy made the Pro Bowl. He had 3.8. Point one yards less than Mario Bates. And I was just like, buddy, I know 3.9 ain't great, but the way you're paying this picture, I mean, work done had a lower yards per carry than Mario Bates last year. So I'm like, can you explain that to me? And he like takes it in and he immediately goes, well, Andrew, all I can tell you is statistics lie because if the, if you offer the Saints any of those guys you just named for Mario Bates, they take the deal today. And then he hangs up on me immediately. Boom, done, roasted. And that's what this Andy Dalton thing makes me think. <laughs> it's like, if you think Andy Dalton is a top five QB and you start to rattle off all the names of the guys behind him, I, I don't know who the guys are behind him, but Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, you go down the list. We'll take all those dudes over That's Andy right. Dalton. Every single freaking one, including Derek Carr. How old were you when you were doing this? Calling into Buddy D? I mean, what year was Mario Bates on the Saints, Ralph? Like, I don't know, like 95, 96. Butteridge did a, did a highlight today, that Atlanta game where the Saints won so 33. Yeah, of course, you're 15 calling into a... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. <laughs> Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.